He said, you apologize to me? I said, I apologize for that, not for throwing you out, but I apologize for what I said. He said, okay, close the straight razor, my heart began to beat again. All right, we uh, started recording. Here we are. Uh, episode something something. This There's week, a number. Yeah. There's a number. There is know. a number. Uh, this week we got special guest Kevin. Uh, I forget uh, last time I was on here, like a month ago? Yeah, unless it's yeah. that. Dude, I was in flying. Yeah. I don't know where the hell. Um, I think it was like right after RBG died, right? So whenever that yes. was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We just, we just, which feels like years ago at this point, but we did an emergency pod, yeah, our RBG type beat. Uh, yeah, dude, Yas Queen, baby. Well, now we've got uh, the glorious ACB in front of the Senate. Can we confirm what's going on. Oh, she's going to, right? Yeah, I think it's just like really gonna are gonna stick it to her. I think it's just uh, just like uh, pageantry at this point or whatever, they're just going through the process, going through the motions, but. I don't think they're going to be able to stop her, but um, it's given um, liberals tons of ammunition to, um, what is it, post those, what's that show? It's like they, like they finished, they all finished reading Harry Potter and. Oh, um, the good place? No, 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 not the good place. The good, I think the good place skews, like, it's like the, it's like the more explicitly, um, Oh, the the Handmaiden's Tale. Oh, oh yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Well, she isn't like that weird like, religious cult, though, right? Or like, yeah, or, honestly, are we not are, are we not allowed to say that it's a religious cult or something? There's something weird going on there. Yeah, I don't know. I just no, know that like people are like posting um like pictures of Amy Coney Barrett wearing a mask and like comparing it to the main character. I'm assuming the main character in that show wearing a mask, but like. But then you're saying that everybody wearing a mask? Yeah, doesn't everybody look like that wearing a mask? Yeah. Right. And like, I don't get it either because like, isn't the whole point of like the Handmaiden's Tale or whatever that like these like women are like being oppressed and like, you know, subservient, whatever, like say what you will about her politics, Amy Coney Barrett's um, nomination to the Supreme Court is an absolute win for girl boss feminism. So I don't understand, like, well, no, making that uh, comparison. Roe v. Wade. Yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. Once you overturn, like, Roe versus Wade. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I, I, I get, like, that undercurrent, but, like, she's the one with the power. It's just her power is going to be to strip women other women of all bodily autonomy so it's just like I, it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting dynamic i mean you're right but that's about four dimensions too complex for your average like twitter lib right right I buy into. um but yeah um i also uh, wait i i just saw this tweet before i logged on so i gotta i gotta read this, oh, this exchange go. with you um okay so this is i think this is aaron grudge pack ryan i think she's like a she's a blue check i think she's like a pod save america type um and she says do i want her on the court nope but i think we can all agree that amy coney barrett is dramatically smarter and more chill than brett kavanaugh and then she goes on to say amy coney barrett would 
Um, then she goes on to say that Amy Coney Barrett would have called the cops on one of Brett Kavanaugh's high school parties. Oh, Which, yeah, no, a classic exhibit of being being more chill. Yeah, being chill, right, right. So, yeah, I I guess the calling the cops is good now and indicative of being chill. And also, like, I, I just don't understand why, if you are worried about, like, like, this hearing, right, is one of the big, it's, like, one of the key pieces of evidence of, like, the U.S.'s inevitable slide into fascism in about two and a half weeks if we don't vote Trump out, right? Oh, is yeah. it exactly three weeks until the election today? That's awesome. Is it really? No Man, shit. I can't wait. Um, so, like, how do you say that and then go around and be like, oh, but, like, you know, this uh, this fascist, um, reli- like, religious supremacist Supreme Court justice, like, she's kind of chill. She's cool. She's kind of nice with it, though. <laughs> Tom, Tom just thinks she's hot. Um, That's not what I said. I said I think she's kind. Of, I was I was uh, mimicking one of the libtards on Twitter. All right. I don't think that Anne Coney Barrett. Uh, I don't. I don't think about women in that way. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, dude. Tom's Tom's going ace on us here. Um, but uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I really don't know what to make of Amy Coney Barrett. Like, I really haven't been keeping up on that thing all day. All I. The only real tweets I've been seeing it from are from like the A Lab guys, so <laughs> it's all just jokes. Like it, like I'm like, can't she? Wasn't she like able to get confirmed just purely on party lines? Yeah, I don't know why they're doing the like holding her name as kind of earrings or whatever. Like just confirm and be done with it. Dude, I mean, I'd be down with the Senate hearings if we did like the cool shit like they did in the UK, where it had to be like a lady in a giant cave coming out and like tragically dying when the mace she's holding falls onto her head. Yeah, or, or um, when, uh, what was it? Yeah, like in, in uh, remember in Britain that one time, like during Brexit, uh, they ran, like the guy stole like the- Oh, the guy stole the mace. Oh, fuck that rock. We have one. I found this out recently. What? We have a ceremonial mace like that in uh, in the Senate or some shit. Um, you know, Kevin, did you see this one? Um, when uh during brexit like the guy the guy just steals there's like a ceremonial mace that has to be displayed in a certain way for parliament to go about its business and <laughs> so mp who hated brexit like stole it and just was like tearing around the room with it it was one of the funniest videos i've ever seen it was up there with like um when the when there was like a coup in i think like uganda and like the entire parliament got in like a cafeteria i think we should bring back dueling 100 percent, dude i believe this for like long i believe that we should bring back dueling before i had like red marks or anything i think it was just fun and honestly, I feel like at least this newest crop of republicans like they could be the ones to do it right like you told me like Dan Crenshaw or right, like Dan Crenshaw versus Josh Hawley. Put it on paper. <laughs> we just have to find something for them to like disagree on, right? Um, who, who, who hates black? Who would call the cops faster on a black people party? <laughs> yeah, a black man breaks down outside of your house. How fast would it take you to call the cops? See, that's would you would you call the cops or approach them with a uh, with a large firearm? <laughs> it just reminds me of um like Josh Hawley just defending like all those old uh uh 4chan K threads where it would be like just jokes about like doing home defense with a musket 
and like putting on a petticoat and absolutely nothing else and charging down and taking a minute to like reload your musket and just blowing like <laughs> bowling ball size chunks out of your ball. <laughs> um um, I guess I guess before before we digress too far, right? We should set our sights on uh, an election in a better time, in a better year. Oh yes, talk about 2012. So, uh, <laughs> talk about 2012. Uh, you know, picture this: you close your eyes, you know, you leave them for a minute, and you open them back up. Your laptop is like three times as thick. You open <laughs> it up, you see the front page of Reddit, and it's entirely created of like million dollar extreme opie and anthony and like uh pictures of doxing what whoever was the ceo <laughs> fall guy at the time uh um and about 53 gifs of um ron paul with the it's happening it's happening yeah, yeah. ron paul's happening dude this is yeah so we're you know this week we're talking about the greatest year on to be online just the 2012 um uh i was 13 and somehow simultaneously scared that the mayan calendar was going to cause the end of the world and also, <laughs> just, and also just like um browsing gore threads on the um, honestly why why were any of us scared of that like i wish I the world ended in 2012. i remember having a long conversation with this about you with you about this kevin I remember it was like my last day of like school for the semester, and like I like me and my buddy were hanging out. And we're like, oh, well, it's, it's four thirty-five. I guess the world's supposed to be ended. I guess it's not. All right, what do you do? You want to hang out? Do you remember that shitty flash game? Because it was like it was the same year where the like the Kenbe and Mutombo not in my house thing was becoming a meme, and like Monster Energy put some flash game on their website, and it was like, oh no. The Kembe Matumbo has to go stop the Mayan calendar from destroying the world. <laughs> Games made by companies. You could go play, I don't know, like LeBron James need to stop the, the Nike workers from unionizing. Uh, yeah, like, I miss Black Matter. I miss I when that was like product placement of games and not like Oh, make sure you pre-order Marvel Avengers and uh, buy like five crates of uh, five gum and you'll get a special skin for Spider-Man that you can look at during like the Spider-Man thousands. naked dance. <laughs> dude, well, games? Yeah, dude, Spider- Spider-Man will hit the woe. Yeah, Spider-Man's going to hit the woe. But it was way better back then. Because like, Kevin, do you remember all those games? I remember you the one who got me into this. The, the Flash games on a Lego website. Oh, yes, God. dude. There was. Um, that I mean, was I think Starcraft Two clone with the with the mission to Mars Legos, where you had to oh, fight the aliens. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. That shit ruled. I mean, I feel like a lot of those like predate 2012, but that was like the beautiful thing is like you could still play those, right? Yeah. You just had like you could go on to like uh, like Mini Clip or the Lego website, yeah, and they just had all that up there. Um, or like Avatar had all those games. Yeah, and I, I feel like now, like, you know, you want to play a game from, like, even, like, 2017, you, like, pop it open on Steam, and there's, like, a, you know, one in three chance that they took down the servers, and it was, like, an always online game, so you just, like, can't play anymore. Yeah, or you're, or it's, like, you can't play Fallout 3 because your computer's running Windows 10, 
And even though you do it in compatibility mode, it still won't run. And so you've made some progress, but now your game is soft locked and you can't get anywhere. I mean, there's sort of like, you know, examples that apply to everyone. Yeah. 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 Definitely haven't happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, and maybe 2012 was like the beginning of this, but like, you know, now, now I'm thinking about like the stupid, cause I think there legitimately was a five gum tie in to that new Avengers game, which I don't know if you guys have like watched anything on it, but apparently it's just the dog shit game. That's just like, just like basically every other game that's come out since destiny is just like trying to be that kind of game where it's like, this isn't going to be a game. It's going to be like a lifestyle. Like you're going to log in every night and you're going to play and like, try to get uh like the numbers on your gun to be 10 higher than they were before or whatever um and that that shit just sucks like i'm i'm looking at the list of video games released in 2012 right here this is just like a cursory glance at google but like dishonored far cry 3 borderlands 2 uh mass effect 3 xcom enemy unknown Oh, like these, dude, dude, these rule. Such good games. Also, Far Cry 3, worth a, worth a special mention, because it had probably the most, like, 2012 internet moment of any, not only <laughs> video game, but any piece of culture, when you had to burn down the weed field while uh, Bob Marley's idiot son sang over, like, the shitty, like, Skrillex song. Oh, yeah, that was incredible. Oh. That game did rock, though. I still love uh, uh, Paper Planes just from the beginning. I, I would have never heard of it without that game. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, everything was just so exciting and new, right? Because I think Far Cry 3, that's like a Ubisoft game, right? Yeah, it was like the first Ubisoft game of like, um, oh, like explore the island and take down and like go to the enemy camp and kill all the enemies and steal the tower. Yeah, right. This has been every fucking game released. Yeah, that's game. literally every game now. Because that was an Assassin's Creed 2 where it's like watchtowers, whatever. But it hadn't been like beaten to death. It was still like fun. Yeah. And no, after just... like three, it was just... Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that was kind of... I think... When did Assassin's Creed 3 come out? Uh, what was that? Like, 2014? Um, I think I'm seeing that... that yeah, Sorry, the, the second one came out in 2012. So, that makes sense. And I don't think they had gotten quite to, like, a new game every year at that point. So Yeah, they weren't doing a new game every year. And that one... I don't know. Assassin's Creed 3 was still pretty fun, though. Assassin's Creed really... I remember, like... Kind of just the joy of all these new releases of video games because Kevin was the one who. No, like, Assassin's Creed Three was 2012. Oh, it was. Yeah. It oh, was okay. 2012. It was like the end of 2012, though, which is like 2011 to 2012 were just kind of the peak years. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed Three just entirely, to me personally, marked the kind of end of that where it was just like, oh, there has to be this like really convoluted and not that interesting conspiracy. Um, you, we need a bunch of like extremely unnecessary crafting mechanics. Yeah. Um, and that really coincided with, and you know, at the same time, of course, Ron Paul, the first political candidate I ever had any interest in <laughs> on the presidential election. Um, and all your hope in America tied back. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. 
Do you think Ron Paul would have regulated Abstergo? That would, like, that would be his like one exemption from his libertarian. I think it is funny to think and like, you know, like maybe this is just like, you know, me and everyone just becoming numb to politics after the 2016 election, but 2012 really felt like one of the least impactful presidential elections in you know modern yeah, but I mean history. it was right it was like no. it was an incumbent who like was generally well liked um who like it was you know it's like oh like that yeah that guy's cool everyone likes Obama right um, and they just ran like a run-of-the-mill Republican against him yeah and and just some just, Mormon the, it was Mitt Romney and he yeah. who just looked like the Mormon version of Paulie from the Sopranos <laughs> uh, like the only the only two like cultural artifacts to come out of the 2012 election is was uh was uh you didn't build that and it's happening yeah uh, <laughs> and that sucked dude. in 2016 like i mean as much as the 2016 election was just unpleasant to watch and talk about um there was every shit day, like every day there was funny shit like i'm just chilling in cedar rapids or um, her just fucking falling over on 9 11. Or just like Jeff Bush in the, uh, we're in like the Mark Zuckerberg study, like walking around, like, hey, do you guys know who Jeff Bush is? Yeah. <laughs> and so nobody funny. knew who he was. Everyone's like, who are you? Um, no, yeah, you know, like the rose tinted glasses or whatever. Um, the Jeb Bush, like, Jeb Bush was such a more, like, fun and charismatic candidate than Mitt Romney. Like, just, you, you remember that time where he talked about how, like, uh, where Jeb just gave that, like, really uncomfortable speech about, like, how their mom always liked Tuffier better? Um, yeah. Remember when we thought that was going to be Clinton versus uh, Bush? I remember getting really mad about that yeah. people, like, my senior year of high school. Yeah, because it was like, oh, that sucks. And just doing like the doing like the liberal hand wringing thing around like this country deserves better than a Clinton versus a Bush again. Yeah. And then it's like comes out, it's like, no, it really doesn't. And also that would that would have been probably pretty funny. Um if voter turnout would have been like five percent. Yeah. Mason Yeah, like in the nineties, they're like, yeah, 90, 94, time to do my civic duty. Yeah. Um, but you know, back to back to twenty twelve. I mean, you know, what like, you know, the events of twenty twelve were chronicled very heavily in Aaron Sorkin's true masterpiece, The Newsroom. Uh, oh God. <laughs> where uh, if we had just had an epic news anchor who was like really sexist to college girls, and. Uh, and told everybody yeah, about other, no, and like, told everybody yeah, about exactly. Bin Laden dying thirty seconds before the entire country knew, then our society would have been fixed. We never fucking would have had Trump, and <laughs> we could have stayed in. But more importantly, regardless of politics, we could have stayed in twenty twelve forever. The million dollar stream at Opie Anthony subreddits never would have been banned. Yeah. Um, but we would have never gotten the world. There would to this day there would be shit posts on the front page of Reddit about Ellen Powell. Um, banning all the hate subreddits. Oh, yeah. Was that 2012 or was that a little late? I can't remember. Um, I mean, there were like there was a lot of drama around Ellen Powell, right? It was like looking back, yeah, and looking back on it, it's like so like 
grim because it's like Reddit, like the real like board of directors that control Reddit, really understanding their own audience and just being like, okay, we're becoming a more mainstream social media. We need to ban all the like outright like you know hate subreddits. Yeah. And like, also, okay, we are going to need. Uh, all right, so how do we do this without destroying the community? Okay. We're gonna put a woman of color in as the CEO for six months, and then right. throw her under the bus. <laughs> when the community really predictably like. Okay, so I just looked it up. The Ellen Powell thing—that's like kind of like an artifact of a, a slightly later era. So that was like 2014, which I think is right around Gamergate. Okay. Yeah, Gamergate. I want to revise my 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 uh, my earlier statement that Assassin's Creed Three was the end of all of this. Gamer Gamergate was, yeah, um, yeah, because that was the last time that you could just like shit post about stuff. Um, like I remember not really having an opinion on that, and um, then all like the Five Guys Burgers and Fries Zoe Quinn memes were like making me laugh really hard, and so I was like, oh. People are like forming their entire worldviews based off of this. This might not be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like you can draw a pretty clear line from Gamergate to Trump being elected in 2016. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh but yeah, no, I think the big era that, like, when I had started to be really active online was, like, 2012 to 2014. And Kevin, you had introduced me to a lot of this shit. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, it's fine, dude. No, I do remember going over to your house, and we were, like, a lot, probably before any of this time even happened, probably in, like, 08, 09. And you just mentioning, like, something about uh, B casually. And uh, <laughs> and then I like Google it and I and it just destroyed the next like five years of my life. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we were talking last week. Like one of the discussions we were having in, in preparation for this is like I wish we were more like forum posters. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we could have been if we had been like if I I don't know about where you were posting exactly, but. If I had been more of a forum guy than a Chan guy, I could have watched the live stream of UA Bowl beating the shit out of Rich Kiyanka, who, <laughs> by the way, has, I don't know if you guys heard or if I had said this or anything, but uh, has reacquired something awful. Um, yeah, that was, uh, just, that was like last week, right? Yeah, it was like just like, it was like before we started talking about like 2012 shit. Um, and uh and uh fuck plus like tweets in 2012 were so much better dude i remember first getting on twitter and just immediately following trump because he was just not like i think i have never seen a thin person drinking diet coke i'm pretty sure that was november 2012 where that tweet came from um Um, this guy's record. Though. Yeah, no, it was like it was like I thought he was like one like Trump and Shaq were like the two paragons of like old men on the internet where Trump would just nonstop be like yelling at like Graydon Carter and Anna Wintour, um, and just like like just talking about how like oh I threw I actually threw the best red carpet party in 1983. 
They're big losers. And like, if he had never run for president and stayed that way forever, he would be one of my favorites. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, I, I broke the rule of no no computer. Yeah, you're you're deep into Twitter, dude. Yeah, you're, all right, all right. You're, just go to a different dad. Go to Twitter. All right, fine. No one will ever know. It's a big secret. Uh, secret funny tweet. But yeah, um, no, yeah, all this shit was like the video games in 2012 were definitely the best. Um, I feel like our brains haven't been like, like I could concentrate for a little bit longer. I didn't, I mean, you know, maybe it was a factor of being younger, but I feel like my brain was not melted. I just remember much. it was great because I could stay up all night. Oh, and I could yeah. sleep for like an hour and I could like go to school the next day and be fine. Yeah, like I remember um, my dad would be like, Tom, you stay up all night next week, but what are you going to do? We went to five and we woke up at 6 a.m. I feel great today. He's like, I don't believe you. That's not possible. And then like we'd go do shit all day and he would never say anything, but it'd be like, yeah, I guess I did. I was able to do all that. Exactly. <laughs> like, and I would stay up just posting until like 6 a.m. Uh, Oh, but yeah, yeah just, I don't know. Just online. Kevin, where were you crazy. posting in 2012? You know, 2012, um, I I guess, like, what I have to come to terms with is the fact that I was never really much of a true poster um, until, like, um, until I started just, like, tweeting more. Because 2012, I would say I was probably transitioning from, like, the um, – well, no, that was like, I was firmly in high school. So like I was on Reddit, but I, like, I didn't post a ton. I was more of a lurker. Yeah. Um, I, and then I, I think. Lurking, I feel like is the way to do it, you know? Yeah, no, I was, um, I was a big time lurker back then. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I dabbled in, you know, this is extremely embarrassing, but I was pretty active or at least like read a lot of um, antsmarching.org, which was the Dave Matthews band fan um, forums. Oh, yes. Website. Oh, yes. This is what we need. So that was like, that was big. I mean, that was probably, I think that was the first time I experienced what I've, what I've been experiencing. I think less and less frequently, I think I've, I've honed my, uh, my timeline here on, tw on Twitter enough now, but like, I feel like when I was just starting out, it seemed like ever I I felt like a baby compared to everyone else on this website because I feel like you like your prime tweeting age is probably and I'm I really I'm gonna throw this number out and I basically the only reason I'm saying it is because like I think this is like around the age that all the Comptown guys are but like 29 I mean I think they're like yeah. probably all have turned 30 by now right but like no I think that's fair I think 28 to 32 is like. Yeah, it's like every person on Twitter. But so like I'm no, on here. You don't have a real job. You like without a stable job. Yeah, or like, if, yeah, you can't post another job. Right. You're like in your late twenties and you're working in media or you're or you just like have some like totally out of left field job and like no one would ever know what it was. Right. You're like a project manager. Yeah, I uh, I feed research chemicals to dogs. Well, at oh, least at least no no one can be as bad as that guy who like was like I think he was like making fun of Brace Brace's like heroin addiction and he was like this like Gwen Snyder simp who was like uh 
He's literally in charge of writing the software that Walmart uses to spy on people. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it was like in his bio and everything. Oh. Yeah, and he had the audacity to put a rose, a rose emoji in his display name. I mean, to be fair, if we had found out, I was willing to like give him a pass for a couple of weeks because I was like, no, if we find out that like he's just completely fucking up the software that yeah, every day. Well, that was very clearly not the case. Not right. Clearly. Wasn't that the plot of um, Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's making the Death Star. Uh, he's making the Death Star, but he's building the giant, he's building a giant mirror in front of the Death Ray. He's, yeah. <laughs> um, he's, convinced, he's convinced the engineers that they just need to include that critical uh, flaw that like a photon torpedo can just like take the whole thing out or whatever. But he accidentally like does it too much and just like creates uh, Skynet. Yeah, dude, he creates like Skynet trying to design the most, like he accidentally creates Skynet trying to design the most clear path from the outside to the core of it. Um, the most equitable like system. He's like, this is gonna go great. I, I, I was running this by my buddies at the DSA coding working group. And they, they were all loving this this new code I just dropped on my GitHub. Yeah, everybody was really positive about it, but unfortunately, the motion was tabled because the team was going to get high to block our credentials. So we had to have a transition to the selection. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we had to transition to the uh, to the folks uh, subcommittee working group. Um, no, yeah, I, I love see, it. See, that was the great shit uh, about like 2012. It was like nobody had ever heard of it. Um, yeah, I remember one of the main places I. Where I had kind of, you know, become a self-styled anonymous internet life. You know, I'll say this because I have thankfully been able to script over all the comments I ever wrote like this. But uh, <laughs> our Tumblr in action, um, mm, which yeah. was funny in like 2012 because nobody took it that seriously. And it was yeah. all like pictures of people like, like for example, one of the best posts on there was like, um, uh, somebody making a joke about uh, that scene in The Dark Knight where uh, the 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 Joker like hides among the cops and shoots the mayor. Yeah. And it like somebody bought that like it was somebody's like disabled veteran uncle who's been tortured <laughs> by the Taliban. And um, it was just shit like that and like um people who like who said like who would literally just go on Tumblr and just be like no. Here's my blog about how I like actually identify as a tampon. This sounds like a thing I'm making up to be stupid, but that was a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, online. Yeah, but not everybody was online in 2012. Not everybody understands the uh, the glory. Um, uh, that and just playing uh the 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 FTL faster than light subreddit. Um, oh hell yeah! That was a banger. Um, I mean, that was like required posting because otherwise, how the hell are you gonna else are you gonna figure out how to beat that game? Oh yeah, dude. I I never once, even though I was like posting about it, and I played it for like three years. I never once beat the game. <laughs> I never did like back then, and then something just like clicked, or like probably I just got way better at video games, but. So what, like the summer of 2018, so right after I graduated school, I had like, I was going to, um, I was going to like London to work for like six weeks or whatever to be an RA for some summer program. So I had some downtime 
and I just I like not only did I a special flight over there on, yeah. on a certain express to London, right? To yeah, Prince um, Charles, you professor, were professor Epstein a was residential assistant for youth. Uh, no, but I like not only did I beat that game, I beat it with like I because like you beat it and then you unlock the ship, and I beat it with that ship, and you know, I just absolutely destroyed that game. I probably wasted so much time. I think I was like watching, re-watching Arrested Development and just playing FTL. And that was like my agenda for every single day of like June of 2018. It was great. It was, it was beautiful. Dude, I remember just some of the saddest moments I've had in gaming was in like FTL where the ship wasn't gone, but you were in a position where like you just weren't going to win. And you just opened all the airlock doors and killed the entire crew. Just like as a like a mercy killing, so they don't go out in the explosion or whatever. Mostly so I could start a new game faster, but yeah. <laughs> Dude, I still remember that theme song. Dude, that was a good ass. I remember yeah, dude. No, that rocked. That was another, I mean, another game that wasn't from 2012, but Kevin, I know. You and I were still playing this in 2012. Us uh, Cause 2. Oh, yes. Dude, I used to struggle with that so much. And I bought uh, I bought three this summer. And uh-huh. I beat it in like a week. <laughs> yeah, dude, Just oh, Cause yeah. 2 is legit. Just Cause uh, 2 is so much better, dude. It's so much like harder to beat. It's also like, I feel like Just Cause 2 was more fun because they really like, you know, Just Cause 3, they had like the, what I, I mean... I, I still think of that shit as like next gen just because I didn't have a PlayStation 4, Xbox One for so long. I was like, yeah, these are the graphics that like I'm aspiring to. Um, yeah, same. I got a PS4 like a year ago. Yeah. And that stuff is still just next gen to me. So like, I guess like with Just Cause 3, they had like those graphics and they're like, all right, we got to stick to some sort of theme. So like, it's going to be Italy. But Just Cause 2 was great because they just like weren't, trying to be realistic at all and it was just like all right there's gonna be just like a snow area and then there's like desert right next to it but like <laughs> the desert's next the to a DM. jungle and there's like a flying wasn't there like a blimp flying strip club yeah yeah flying yeah, strip yeah, yeah, yeah. Club. hell yeah dude i used to spend hours on that game like my main pastime was like tether hooking people to like the front of the mile high club and then dropping them so you could like hear them scream the most sicko shit I did in a video game when I was a kid, for sure. Or, like, uh, I remember if you played it on PC, which I did, is you could download all these, like, crazy, like... Oh, the Infinite games. Grapple, mom. Yeah, 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 Infinite Grapple, like, and just ruining the game. The game is no fun. It's all, like, so many, like, random cats, like, bad files. But now when I go... Because I wanted to do, like, Superman. So you just fly and it looked like Superman. But then when you do that, you have to, like, uninstall the... Uh, the, uh, or like get rid of the file for the uh, what is it like the glider? But I just didn't do it right. So the guy is like lo- is going flat, and then like a foot above him, or it's just like a connection for the wing. Oh, dude, that was a classic <laughs> 2012 thing, dude. Just ruining an entire fucking game because you installed the texture mod wrong. Just like the 4K overhaul for Skyrim, and everybody just turns into like a loose connection of lines. Yeah, this is so much better. Mm. This is how games are meant to be played. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I actually tried that because I for so long like 
because I never really before I built this computer like a month and a half ago um I was just stuck gaming on my MacBook um and like my MacBook died and I got a replacement but like I don't know basically my original MacBook from like 2010 if you turn it off okay so like the issue was you turn it on and the screen turns rainbow. Um, Sounds good. And it's just like, you like not even like rainbow, like like a cool effect or whatever. Just like you can't see anything. It's just like mm. a random scattering of pixels. But if you turn it off for like maybe a couple hours after that, you can get like five minutes of good screen time in before it turns rainbow again. So what Very happened useful. is that was just like it was like basically essentially bricked so i had to go out and buy another one um i think it's like that was i had just started like an internship at the time so like i had a little bit of cash but um Dude, it must be nice to be like you know be in a practical field and get paid for your <laughs> go on go on um, but yeah so then like you know that was like 2016 i think when that happened so fast forward to like last year where I was like wait a sec like this new macbook just like straight up doesn't have a graphics card at all so it can't play anything but because i kept my 2010 macbook turned off for like three years i had like a solid like you know weeks worth of gaming before it would turn rainbow again so i would just like play on this like i think i had four gigs of ram on it and it was like a nvidia ge force like it wasn't even one of the like 10 whatever models i think it was just like an 800 or something but um just like i would play skyrim but it ran like dog shit so i finally downloaded it a couple weeks ago and started modding it and it still looks like shit i don't know what i'm doing wrong but i was like isn't this supposed to look good and i think like yeah i definitely installed mods incorrectly at first and it looked really bad but um no dude installing mods wrong rocks dude that's yeah, like such just, a classic like nothing thing. works um and then like explain to your parents why like uh Thomas, you're, like, you're playing video games why are you like looking at the file well no you see it was what what had happened was the game not working so now i gotta do this uh, where are you installing these files and it's just like some russian website <laughs> it's like mods are us.ru Oh, anime girl Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. how, how, did, how did it get Russian girl in Skyrim? Yeah, dude, before the before like the new Final Fantasy games existed, it's like people were doing like Jack and Body and that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But fuck, dude. Um You know the one thing the one thing about 2012 that like I don't I feel like I don't think about that much. And it's probably because I was spending all my time on Dave Matthews band forums, but what was, I forget like what the music was. I'm going to, let me look that up. Like what the hell? Oh, it was, um, Oh wait. Okay. Wait, it, music reminds me of another really classic 2012 artifact. Me and Lily watched, uh, you ever see that movie Chronicle? Uh, it's, no. 12, it's about the teenagers who get telekinesis like it's like michael b jordan and the bad guy in one of the spider-man movies and some other guy who has nothing else <laughs> um they like get telekinesis and it's um what's that fucking jesse j song with the ka-ching ka-ching um it, no nobody 
Oh. We don't care about the bubbling, bubbling. I can see more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, price tag. Price tag, yes. Thank you. Um, oh, dude, I, we were watching that movie last week, and that song came on. I was like, oh, my God, dude. This is, like, just the perfect artifact of 2012. Which was all, which also rocked. Like, again, it was also, like, one of the worst movies ever made, but I, like, never cared, and I just loved it. Like, they just never explain, like, these kids just run into a glowing rock, and they all get telekinesis. And, like, the mechanics of that are never explained. It's, like, a found footage movie. Like, they run into the rock, and the camera, like, gets fried. And, uh... And, it, and then, uh... And then, like, after, they all just have telekinesis, and it's just never fully explored, like, why that ever happened. Um... Oh, dude, Tom's looking up 2012 movies right now. We got, we got some things. Oh, uh, Chronicle, there we go. Yeah. It's a real movie. <laughs> oh, Looper, Looper, Looper is such, oh, Dread, dude. Dread was so good. I actually love Dread, dude, to this day. Um, you, you ever see Dread, Kevin? No. It's like the Judge Dread movie where it's just this, like, cyberpunk future and they all get locked down and, like, I was going to ask if it was, like, a gritty reboot of Judge Dredd, but, like, any reboot of Judge Dredd is going to be gritty, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It rocked, dude. I just remember there was, like, this one scene where, like, there's, like, a homeless guy, like, sitting in the middle of, like, uh, sitting in the middle of, like, the doorway to the building, and, like, the drug dealers put the building on lockdown, and literally just a giant fucking piece of stone just drops and like crushes this guy into like a <laughs> mound of blood. Um, what else was that? Oh, there was that remake of Red Dawn too. This was 2012. Um, do you remember that one where like the North Koreans invade America? I remember oh, seeing trailers for this. I never, I never watched that one. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, it was awful. Um, Jack Reacher, dude. I have really vivid memories of going to see the 2012 Jack Reacher in the movie with my friend and that rocked it was awful oh uh the most a lot of reboots that year um there was total recall which oh yeah dude. was just not good awful but i feel like this was like a great time for like mediocre sci-fi movies like when did elysium come out was that around Elysium was a little bit later but i think oblivion was 2012 let me, okay. let me google this um because um i think oblivion was like 2013 2014 uh but oblivion ruled uh oh oblivion was like early 2013 um, gotcha. tom cruise by the way loves playing guys named jack i think that's not <laughs> disgusting enough Oh, dude, as as a teenager with just no fucking friends. Oh, yeah. The perks of being a wallflower was just the most mind-blowing shit that I had ever seen, dude. Dude, Just ruining my life. If you just, like, don't talk to people, people will come over to you and think you're cool. Yeah, if you don't talk to people and just start chain-smoking cigarettes at 13, then uh, you'll be the coolest guy ever. And also, oh. also, 2012 had the movie that taught me how to post, The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I like one of my earliest memories of like not working, but like really starting to post was going on uh, the 4chan TV board at like the absolute peak of bang posting being a thing. Uh, 
I pain punched my girlfriend the other day. That was bad. <laughs> oh yeah, how'd she take that? Uh, it was it was it took a little bit, but it was good. It was good. I think she she liked it, and I I made her watch a bunch of other movies. But you watched? I, I do remember like one night I did. Uh, Nick literally watched like both the like the Dark Knight Rises opening scene and the Goodfellas scene where Joe Pesci is just like, what do you think I'm funny? You think I'm a fucking clown? You think I'm here to amuse you? <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it was a classic. Oh my god, another great 2012 movie. Light, the one where Denzel Watson oh, plays the pilot drunk. who just um drunk drives the plane into a <laughs> <laughs> So you were too drunk. You won't know, tell me when I was too drunk. Yeah, dude, I just remember the end of the movie where he's like an AA in prison. <laughs> Oh, I I never saw this one, but Nick, I feel like I remember you talking about this Cloud Atlas. Yes. Oh, that was another twenty. I loved that when it came out. I rewatched it recently. It sucks so much. Uh, Is that doesn't like Tom Hanks do like yellow face in that movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Holly Berry also in the same in the same uh in the same like clip because it's like. So it like takes places like these different souls who are reincarnated into different eras, and one of them is like twenty early like twenty second century South Korea, and yeah, and like Asian Tom Hanks is one of the main characters, and Halle <laughs> Berry is also Halle Berry is in all the clips, and she plays this like ancient doctor who's like had like half his face. She plays like a man and like an, who's just like this old doctor um, with uh, like half her face replaced by cybernetics. It was so good. The dictator was a classic. I, I, I was gonna go with my mom, like my mom and friends. She was like, "Oh yeah, we'll go see it." Like right? she said, "Oh Thomas, we're gonna go see this movie because we love how much it makes fun of Middle Eastern people." That's the point of the movie, not that, uh, not that it's a satire or making fun of people who think that that's what the movie's about. Oh yeah. Uh, so so we went to see it because of that. Um, and then they were like, oh, no, you can't. And it was like, even though my mom was there, and she's like, they're like, no, you can't. So then we had to, like, pretend that we were going to see another movie and, like, snuck into that one. It was a good time. Wow. The Dictator, very nice. Oh, another one that's probably even, like, more racist than either of those is Fargo, which was also 2012. Wait, what movie? Fargo. Oh, oh. Is it like Fargo? No, no, it's it's not fun like Argo. It's like the one where wait, am I getting Argo mixed up with? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the save everyone from the Iranian terrorists, and it's just like I just remember like even like even then like everybody thought the iconic line was uh, Ben Affleck being like Argo, fuck yourself to somebody, <laughs> and I was just like that's so stupid. <laughs> Like, it's, so, it's so funny that Ben Affleck was in that. Like, he should never be allowed. Like, after that and, like, playing Batman, he should not be allowed to star in a movie, like, that is based anywhere outside of the state of Massachusetts, like, ever again. Like, that yeah. should just be his uh, his penance. is just remaking Goodwill Hunting, like, a million times. Oh, dude, that would rock. That would be such a good, like, re-education for, uh, for like, <laughs> movie directors. It's just, like, remaking their stupidest movies until they figure out why it was bad. Um, uh, oh, the, the original Hunger Games movie. Oh, my God. 
Oh wow. Um, that was so that's like too. so that was also like the rise of Jennifer Lawrence, right? Yeah, dude. That was when people first heard of her. And oh my god, they have wait. The amazing bulk. I think this means that like I'm pretty sure like aside like the asylum, you know the asylum, like the ones that make like all the like fake movies, like yeah, 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 like, yeah. Grim and shit. I think like 2012 was when they started like remaking those movies. <laughs> um, I, I think, never heard. I just looked this up. The Amazing Bulk. Yeah, no, it was like those like epic parody remakes. Was just yeah. like, uh, 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 like Sharknado was kind of when it like uh, collapsed in on itself and created like a cultural black hole that everything just got sucked into and you couldn't parody anything anymore. Um, but, like, before that, there was, like, there was Atlantic Rim, which was a banger. Oh. Just the shitty remake. Oh, Project, Project X was 2012. Oh, dude, no wonder. Those no are wonder the, the, two, the two genders. <laughs> um, no wonder I had such a bad time in high school since, Pro- like, Project X and Perks of Being a Wallflower came out, like, the year before I got into high school. Oh, I can't wait to go to high school. It's going to be just like this. It's going to be both very calm and very awesome um uh wait can we pause for a second i have to pee yeah yeah oh my yeah, god i gotta go grab another beer another one was um another 2012 movie that i'm, I'm now looking at that i really remember because this was one 2012 was also when i got like really pretentious about like movies and shit like i said earlier i was posting on tv a lot but this one awful one called Upside Down, it was just like this love story that was like the guy and the girl lived on these two planets that were like right next to each other. So you would go like upside down, but like they couldn't survive on the other planets. Oh, why did I, why do I? Oh, yeah. I don't know that one. Oh, Life of Pi. Dude, so many fucking movies came out this year. Twenty twelve was such a good cultural moment. John Carter was out that year. Ted, Ted, dude, the original Ted. Holy shit, that's about the biggest cookie cookie I've ever seen. This cookie's so good. For for reference, this cookie's probably about as big as my head. Yeah, dude, this cookie's huge. Yeah. What the fuck? That's incredible, dude. Yeah, Lily made these like huge cookies last night. Really good. How huge are we talking? Like literally the size of somebody's head. Like a face. Lily just held it up over her head and they're like the exact same size. Delicious cookies. Um Indie Game the movie. Oh dude, what a classic. Mm. I do not remember that one at all. I just remember it as like a documentary because, uh, well, Kevin, you remember um, Strong, maybe, well, I don't know if it was there in 2012. This might have been a little earlier, but we'll say it's 2012 because it works with the narrative. Um, do you remember the Strong Museum having yes. the arcade game exhibit that was running for like years? Oh, maybe. Honestly, the only thing I like vividly remember from the Strong Museum is like the fake grocery store. Oh, dude, the fake Wegmans. That was hype. Like there's this new I was watching the NFL on Sunday and there's this like new game show where like 
I, all I saw was like the commercials for it, but like from what I can tell, it's um, you're like running around in a fake grocery store and you have to get like the most expensive cart in the time limit. And it just made me think of the Strong Museum. Dude, that was the whole game. Yeah, no, you had told me about it. Like, Super Mario Street was an old thing from, like, the 90s or 80s or something, right? What I never watched What did Jermaine do? I don't call it a game show household, okay? What, like, an absolute... Yeah, they read book. No, we didn't. <laughs> um, what did Jermaine's idea, though? Like, hey, hey, uh, you just got home from work at your, like, full factory job. Why don't you watch someone just without, like, any regard for price just throw things in their cart? <laughs> it fucked America. Um, in 2012, also Marina Abramovich, the artist is present, came out. That was the one where she just like sat in a room and let anyone do anything to her. I did not see it. I know, but Marina Abramovich is important because she's meant she's a friend of Clinton and Epstein's part of a Pizzagate. Mm. Oh, interesting. Well, fortunately, we have that flight to a uh, comet ping pong. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, we're going to play directly to Comet Ping Pong if you get my uh, guess. Uh, no, no stops. Yeah, no stops. No landing strips, no stops. Um, what was there was a Tarantino movie that came out close to 2012. Um, uh, not the uh, Hateful Eight, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when was Django? No, Django was, yeah, 2012. Yeah, Django. Um, uh, we met, uh, oh, yeah, the Steve Jobs documentary was also 2012. Uh, Lincoln? Lincoln, oh my god, just the, the platonic ideal of old man movies. Um, I had to go watch that, I watched that for, like, extra credit in my social studies class, I distinctly remember that. I remember being offered the opportunity, and this was back when I was, like, trying to be in boring art films, so people I was smart and I just watched Lincoln and I was like, oh, this is just too boring. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, that that movie that made you fall asleep. I actually enjoyed it until you have to Yeah. Yep, time to go get a girlfriend with this knowledge. Uh, hey lady, uh, you're watching this 13 hour epic. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Also, do you read John Green? John Green. Oh, that was a. See, 2012 was like the more pure form of John Green. Like none of his books were really. Yeah. Where it was just like every girl at your high school like would just like pick that one when uh when asked to when you had. But to, they like, never picked the John Green boy. With, with us, the perks of Wallflower, John Green boys were, were always passed over for the jazz. <laughs> Oh God, yeah, dude. They never interesting that girls will pick John Green, but will yeah. pick John Green. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they will read John Green books about sad, lonely boys, but when a sad, lonely boy comes around, they'll never say hi. So. Oh, really sad. Yeah, it says a lot about our society. I do remember. I think this was the year where I when I You were posting on r slash what is it uh, or um slash um slash uh fashion hell yeah dude i was is on just... r slash fashion with my 
uh, uh, mail facts and advice or whatever with my goal with my um uh my grandfather's my copy of Samuel Jackson's badass motherfucker wallet from Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. with three massive uh steel chains that were like a foot long combined on it and uh, my fedora with the white stripe on it that shit ruled dude um uh what about music Ooh, what was going on um taylor swift was starting to get big lily just mentioned Mm -hmm. uh oh yeah carly ray jackson's entire career uh, um, oh no, Rebecca Black. She was she was 2012, right? Oh, September 16th, 2011. 916, baby. Oh, Die Young by Kasha. Lou, you want to get on here? I feel like you might have more knowledge. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, oh, Rihanna Diamonds. That was oh my god, no, you know, it was in 2012. Kevin, you'll recognize this because I know we, uh, at least I loved it and I feel like you did. Imagine Dragons. That, I mean, that's like another kind of like paradigm shifting band, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like every, every single band has tried to sound like them since. Like, it's insane. Oh my God, such a shit. Um, yeah, no, the whole Imagine Dragons career was, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, the whole Imagine Dragons career was, like, a very 2012 thing. I think, I, maybe just because it was my favorite band in 2012. That, no, you know what even worse band was my favorite in 2012? OAR. Oh, dude, I remember going, I remember going to a OAR free concert at the New York State Fair. We were, we went to that together. Yeah, we must have. I just remember waiting and like, you had to like wait for seats because like it was free. So like, I I was probably, we were probably there for like four hours. Yeah. Just like, you know, locking down like some, some decent seats to see OAR. Dude, just the best, like, white guy reggae. Like, what if we just took Mattis Yahoo and made it even worse? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. You guys should – so this is not absolutely nothing to do with um 2012. But this is just, like, an interesting um, – here, I'll send the I'll send the link in the – um. you reminded me with Mattis Yahoo. Sorry. But I'll, I'll send the link in the, awesome in the uh, Twitter group chat. So these are the, this is these guys who have like created, um, Spotify playlists. Wait, why did it not send? Uh, okay. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, they've created like Spotify playlists of like the distinct sounds, like the distinct songs of a bunch of cities around the world. So like, I guess like songs that are streamed on Spotify there more than anywhere else. And it's just so funny to me to, like, just look at, like, you know, just various. Because, like, what I was thinking is, like, if you look at the one for, because they have it, like, by Borough for New York. And for, like, the top, the most distinctly Brooklyn songs, it's, like, almost a perfect 50-50 of just, like, you know, like, pretty, like, underground local New York rap. And just, like, 
these like insanely Jewish sounding artists that I have no idea, like I've never even heard their name mentioned. And the, these are like the most popular um, songs in Brooklyn. So, it's, so this it's, is why, oh, I'm looking at this now. That's not, that's not pretty. Um, where are we at? Where is that? Uh, remember, uh, oh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, and for everyone who's wondering, it's everynoise.com. You read out the whole link. Read out the whole link. No, it's just everynoise.com slash every place. Dot CGI. Dot CGI. The one for Rochester, Nick, is so funny. It's like, uh, Dave Matthews Band, Fish, Grateful Dead, Mo, um, Bare Naked Ladies. It's like, oh my god, dude, all I of my dad's favorite ladies. bands. <laughs> dude, I remember, um, um, so like, again, this is a little later than 2012, but when I, you know, my first job in high school was working as a pizza delivery guy, and the other driver who is like, you know, somehow not fired after, uh, just constantly getting arrested for like getting caught smoking weed on shift by the cops. He was like, you know, he was like maybe two years older than me. And he was just so aggressively into the Grateful Dead. Like I never saw this man wearing anything but a Grateful Dead shirt. He somehow knew like every single person in Canandaigua. Um, Oh, dude, if we're, you know, if we're on this little diatribe about the, uh, um, about the, about Rochester, can we get an RIP Barnes going in the chat? Oh, oh yeah. I, I had to break the news to, I think, cause, um, my parents were out this past weekend for Liam's birthday and one of them had heard, I think my mom knew, but my dad, I had to break the news to him. He was, he was pretty broken up about it. RIP, RIP. R.I.P. We just killed the club. <laughs> I mean, really though, I, I heard I, 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 somebody should look into Salino because I heard the relationship took a little bit of an ugly turn ever since they changed the phone number. Um, dude, eight 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 doesn't just doesn't have the same ring as four five four twenty twenty, and there's no four twenties that you can make out of that. So, uh, but. What if we talk about the cool cop? What cool cop? From uh, the cool uh, local school cop that we talked to. Oh no 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 no! We can't go. We can't go there. Um, that one I'm still afraid of getting my windows blown out by the you know bleep sheriff's department. For that episode, uh, if we ever go big, we're deleting that. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, for all of our three loyal listeners who've been listening for more than a month, uh, but yeah, dude, I, like, I, I, like, I don't know, I just wonder, and Kevin, you said something about earlier today that got me thinking about all this 2012 shit, um, the, uh, the, what's it called, the, um, uh, fuck. God damn it, I lost it. I've had too many thoughts in my head. Um, <laughs> we, need to, we need to stop doing this podcast immediately after I go to the two and a half hour class. Um, no, this is good. This <laughs> no, is, this is where we want to be at. Um, By low, it's 
Bye, Lobies for Lobies. Um, what was like the big Rochester scandal in 2012? Something happened. Uh, yeah, I actually I had sex with everyone in Rochester. That was the big scandal. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah, um, I, I came to Rochester from from B B. Nope. Oh no, I do remember. I'm. I'm Oh, 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 oh okay, cool. We got me lost. Um, I do remember. Um, speaking of OAR, though, this was the story I meant to tell like ten minutes ago. But um, just one of the first concerts I've ever been to was uh, my dad took me and two of my buddies from like middle school to an OAR concert the first time. And like the two things I remember is the first thing we walk into. Uh, we walk into the like shitty little like local performance arts center they were playing. And my dad just goes. Smell that, boys. That's what weed smells like. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second thing I remember, like, halfway through the concert, um, just this guy standing, like, right in front and diagonal of us is has just been eating nachos. It's just this, like, middle-aged man, like, eating nachos off a plate the entire concert. And he finishes them, and the cheese is just left on the plate. And uh, oh no, he pulls a little bag of Coke out of his pocket and just puts the Coke on the cheese plate and just, like, has the plate up to his face, absolutely railing it, and he comes away, and he's got this fucking nacho cheese and oh. in face. And I really cannot think of a better description of what OAR was than that. That rules. Uh, was he at least, like, there with a group, or was this dude just, like, riding solo to the OAR show? I don't remember. I wish I remembered. I wish, like, nowadays I would have had the courage to, like, talk and talk to mm-hmm. I, I wish I had. Um, I don't know. I've always thought, like, the idea of, like, doing drugs and nacho cheese is funny. Is, like, you know, just dying because you try to shoot heroin and you accidentally have cheese in the syringe. Um, <laughs> Lost Sopranos plotline. Uh, dangerous levels of lactose in your bloodstream. You just turn into like just a giant thing of fucking cheese. Uh, yeah, I'm Italian. Uh, I'm thinking I'm Italian over here, baby. Hey, I go Google. Hey, give me some of that, that fucking shit. How much, how much like anti Italian discrimination do you think we have to put on that podcast before that? Yeah, I don't think there's like a not like Italians are buying just just they can't they don't they would if they could figure out how to listen to a podcast you know <laughs> yeah all right hey hey listen we're gonna we're gonna let these people who run the Italians for Biden account figure out how to use a podcast then they'll get mad at us <laughs> chance um this reminds me of my favorite like lost Soprano plot line that I came up with is uh Chrissy making a Martin Scorsese locked Facebook group in like 2009 and uh, and just inviting everybody from the crew except for Polly. <laughs> hey guys, I just want to talk about what my feelings were about Polly and him making him take 10, 10, 10, uh, 10, 10%, points. 10 points. He's taking 10 points of this cut. Kevin, have you seen the Sopranos I presented? No, I really, I really need to. Um, that's like definitely on my list. It just seems like such a commitment, you know. No, I don't that and the wire. I know I can get through six, uh, through three seasons. Yeah, we've had um, Tom. So, so our uh, our guests last week, the Boys Shooting Club podcast, are uh, 
massive Sopranos fans. And I think they finally sold Tom on starting it. And, you know, we were... Oh, so you've been, you've been watching, Tom? Uh, it's, it's been on constantly. Every, Kevin, literally, like, every 45 minutes, we have, like, a vent that runs from, like, our place up to Tom's. And, like, every 45 minutes, you can just hear through it, like, woke up this morning. God, you all said, oh, God. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, we're all doing good. We're all doing good. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of out of shit to say for 2012. Yeah, I feel like this is I think this has been a solid, solid episode. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on again. That's at Keith Lee, right? Am I getting that Yes. Right? Um, I don't really have anything to plug this time. Oh, no, that's all good. Well, uh, well, listen, we're glad that you came by. Yeah, dude, yeah thank you for having me, guys. Yeah. Oh, come on anytime. And uh, we'll see you all soon to all of our 13 lovely fans. Yeah, keep your head up. Hey, double digits. That's uh that's something. Yeah. That's a, we're making that's it. you know, that's how it happens, right? You're uh you know, then one day you get you get triple digits and next thing you know, you're uh debating Noam Chomsky for yeah. an hour. And a half. <laughs> yeah, ne- next thing you know, we're on Patreon. Dude, next thing you know, you're taking Noam Chomsky away from his wonderful young wife. Yeah, that he's yeah, just married. his new hot, hot wife. <laughs> yeah, I was doing hot wife, his hot day. his hot wife who's performing mutual uh sexual mutual aid on him um with but there's another couple in the room or something yeah. like that i uh I've, they're texting i hope i loudly. yeah i hope i uh i hope i tied together all the threads of the past couple days I oh, I know, I know, but also the room is like they're trying to get out of bed but they're just stepping on guns they all like had to bring show how many cruel guns they had yeah um and you know just pretending to be a field mic at a protest <laughs> and giving somebody a giving somebody an 1800s infection when you no. try to give them a tourniquet, like, <laughs> like, oh, they, they've got a head wound we're gonna have to tourniquet it off <laughs> get it around the neck <laughs> all right well all right yeah thanks for having me guys all right have a good night bye